Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. They stop Strad from committing an evil crime. But in the process, they walk Send back the child. What should they do? Who should they kill? Probably someone innocent. They've got to travel back through time. Something around through time. Friendship is forever. Friendship never ends. It doesn't matter what time you're in. You're still a dragon friend. A fucking dragon friend. Picture, if you will, the vampire Strahd standing his back against the lodestone. Trust me, my friends, you don't want to know what happens if this thing breaks as Filge the Half-Orc leans in closely and says, let's find out together. A smash, a crack, the lodestone is shattered, Strahd is no more, and lo, time begins to unwind. Slowly at first, the lodestone begins to stitch itself back together as spent ammunition flies from the floor back into quivers and pouches, then quicker and quicker as a montage of ever-escalating, rewinding time. Friezo, you catch glimpses of your lonely solitude. Bobby, you and Nikki stalking backwards through the snow. Baston, you smell Chilton spice and summer. Filge, for a fleeting second... You see your brother Dilge's panicked, trusting face. And then everything goes to white. The city of Waterdeep is the jewel in the crown of the Sword Coast, a thriving metropolis of commerce, learning and intrigue. But all of its advances would pale in insignificance alongside the many wonders and marvels of that old high empire of Netheril. You see, 1,000 years ago, the arcanists of Netheril studied forbidden magics, raised up whole cities in the sky before breakfast each morning, performing feats that would make a modern mage blanch in terror and envy. Such was their pride, such was their power, the greatest and most golden age of civilization until the terrible and sudden fall of Netheril that marks the start of what historians would call the Second Age of Ruin. Now, our friends, the dragon friends, for all their adventures know little more of Netheril than what they have heard in stories and fairy tales and yet you're about to become a lot more acquainted for as your eyes swim into focus you can see that lodestone now in front of you that was smashed made whole again and somehow new the yellow and grime of the age is gone from its surface making it look as if it was carved only yesterday as your eyes take in a desk scattered with intricate looking mason's tools I'm sorry I'm getting a lot of messages from Tom Walker (laughs) anyway the lodestone dominates a curious looking room benches and desks around it there's a door to the east and the slumped figure of a woman in a white coat a gnome seemingly dead on the floor beside you your eyes readjust Banknote and undercourt slump forward 
their wounds as mortal as they were just moments ago, despite the fact that a thousand years has passed, you have to stop messaging me. Put it on silent, Dave. Put it on silent. I thought it was on silent. It's meant to be on silent. And otherwise, the room seems empty. Lila. Lila, wake up. Are you okay, little fella? I I think he's not. He's not. He's not responding. He's You're just... not responding to me. Undercourt and and uh, Jacob Undercourt, the Nightclaw Ranger, and Lily Lion Shield Banknote, the Asima Artificer, who fought with you so bravely last season, were both wounded in the last battle. Mm. And um, they, what does what does Lion Shield Banknote have on his body, Dave? <laughs> okay, well, <laughs> again, this is not. This is not technically your character, Hing. This is this is this is a man with his own agency, but he is wearing. But he is unconscious. But he's so. unconscious, Dave. So what's he going to do to stop me from looting his body? I he has an exoskeleton crab mech, doesn't he? Uh, oh yeah, can the, I the, take the crab mech, Dave. The crab, the crab isn't there. The his 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 gauntlets, his electroshock gauntlets are there. His yep. artifice's pistol, I suppose. Yeah. He has. <laughs> You're already writing it down, so. <laughs> he does have the he, he has his it, it, at the Battle of the Red Run his father gave him the crest of the family banknote to hold with him which I'll is take that. I step <laughs> I step um, in front of banknote's body you, as you do um, you oh, do, nobody has said he's dead <laughs> he's, he's, he's for now stabilised breathing shallowly there oh. is also a heavy coil of coin by his belt not all of his money but quite a lot Filge steps by the body. Freeze, oh, freeze, Officer. What? What? You haven't changed? I haven't. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you look very different. Yes, I might be Chinese now. But that shouldn't... I'm still the same guy. (laughs) What? What? Do you think I'm different now that I'm Chinese? (laughs) Filge. Filge, do you think that do you think that defines a person? Yeah, I don't know. Me thought he is a trustworthy fellow. <laughs> I don't know why I thought that. I thought this guy has kind eyes. Frieza, you can't do this. Banknote is he a dragon friend? Yeah, but, more than you. But look. <laughs> Sorry, hey, well, let's not. I can... <sighs> what we're doing here, we don't know where we are. We're in danger, right? We can all see we're in danger. We're probably in some fucking world that someone's come up with. <laughs> and, and Honestly, that is sometimes how I feel. <laughs> and, and look, look, he's unconscious. Who knows when he's going to be back, right? And all of his stuff... It's just lying there. It's not useful. But if I take it, I can use it to help us. Hey, guys, bad news. I know where we are. We're dead. This is the afterlife. We all died, and this is heaven or hell, probably hell. You're all here. Hooray! (laughs) Well, I'm glad we're together. What does it mean if someone is dead in hell? Double dead. (laughs) Double dead. Is that like de- double denim? Like it's quite unfashionable to be dead in hell? It's called Canadian death. <laughs> <laughs> and 
If you are in hell, as I said, despite the bodies of those that you brought with you, there is another body in the room. There's a gnomish woman in what looks like a kind of white gown or coat. She has a white scarf over hair um, peppered with grey and large wire-framed glasses. And at first you thought she was dead, but now you can see that she is also breathing and looks like she is just unconscious. So which of you has a religion that has a god like this? Can I go look at the woman? I've got medicine. Can I try and medicine her? Absolutely. Why don't you make a medicine check for me? Medicine. 16. Okay. Baston walks forward and with surprising grace and tenderness <laughs> applies smelling salts that none of you fuckers knew he had inside, I suppose, an arm band. A little for you, a little for me. <laughs> <laughs> you know the point of smelling salts is that they're like so pungent they make wake <laughs> some... <laughs> It's an acquired taste, but if you have enough time. And she starts to cough and awake. Pretty good, huh? Mm. And she's like still kind of coming too. She's not really verbal at this point. She seems kind of dazed. And she's and she's like she's she gets up. She's standing in front of these, as I said, these circle of benches and the pillar stone as the jewel at the center of the circular room, standing inside a kind of sconce that has been designed for it, made out of metal. I've got some bad news. You're double dead. <laughs> and she looks at the lodestone. And she looks at the four of you and the others around. <laughs> the other two the of other you. The other two of you who aren't vertical. And she says, Holy freaking dooly, it works! And then becomes unconscious again. <laughs> I don't think we're in hell. And I don't think we're in heaven. And the reason I know that, and you're not going to believe this... <laughs> Is that I have spent quite a bit of time in both of those places. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Uh huh. So, so I think we're in a. I think we are. My original hypothesis: we're in a place some guy made up. That stands. Well, is there a window? When you say a place that some guy made up, I suppose a room is a place that someone made up. Is that Dave? Everything starts in our imaginations, don't you know? <laughs> Dave, is there a window? There are no windows. There is a door to the west. I open the door and I yell. Good, good, good. And your voice rings out through copper-lined corridors that seem to spread out. Also, you're buffeted by a pleasant breeze as if there is air traveling through. The air is quite fresh. This looked like you were deep inside a compound, and yet the air seems very lively to you. Say they're copper-lined? Yeah. That'd be so expensive. I am going to, just to see what happens, I'm going to put on the gauntlet and I'm going to shock the wall. I thought you were going to say, I strip the copper. <laughs> I mean, what's it worth in this world, Dave? Is it is expensive or not? I don't think you know which world you're in just yet. I know, I know a guy off the New Jersey Turnpike who'll give you a really good price. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to shock the wall and see if any lights go on or anything. Okay, you, you, you grab the, uh, your mechanical um, electro archie. When I say yours, I really mean Lion Shield banknotes. Yeah, but they're really the same character. Yeah, and, it's on his, and it's on his sheet. So. It's on his sheet. So. <laughs> and you, you press your hand onto the wall and they, a arc of power thrums down the corridor and the lights do seem to wink 
before stabilizing it. it. You haven't destabilized it, but the light globes that are ensconced to it, and there are globes of what seem to be a kind of electric filament light, all wink in and out before re-arriving. Shall we head down the passageway? Um, before we do that, David, how much does it fuck things up if Bobby um, casts healing word on the uh, banknote? Why didn't you try? Okay, I try. You fucked it up. Oh. Wait, what? What? Where is all my? What? When? Why? I'm sure I had a crest of my family and some coins on me. Those are the only two things I'm annoyed about not having. <laughs> Wait. So Banknote has decided that his lethal weapon Frizo can have. I, what? What lethal weapon? I've got some sort of amnesia. <laughs> I certainly don't remember having an artificer pistol or gauntlet <laughs> shocking gloves. <laughs> He's, uh, as he says this, he tries to get up before a wave of nausea and blood um, comes out of his mouth. <laughs> oh, God. oh, that's all the blood I drank before. Oh, no. Oh, no. As he slumps back into the ground and Val is looking at all of you, and um, for, for that is her name, and she grabs this, this is the small gnomish woman, she walks up to a bench and quickly starts scribbling notes down in a notebook. And she says, nobody talk, nobody talk, I know it. I know who you are. I I, I love a guessing game, I love to guess. You are from the future, obviously, I know that because you came out of the lodestone and it works, I'm very clever. You are high mages of the netheril ninth age. Oh. I'm excited not say talk and going, ooh, it's kind of like talking. Okay, you are you are young adventurers of the Netheril Fourth Empire? Oh. Doesn't matter. It, none of this matters. All that matters is that it works. Do you know how many of these I've set up, I've primed, I've activated, and then nothing? I just go home and I feel real bad about myself. I think, oh, nothing's going to come of this. You know, this afternoon I was like, maybe I'll just give it up and, you know, like, become uh, um, uh, like a haberdasher. I, that was like my thought. And then Can I, was, I grab her mouth <laughs> yep. and yell into it? <laughs> <laughs> when are we? Who are you? What's going on? That seems to calm her down, and she nods and tries to, with her hands, suggest to you that you should release her lips. You must, you must be very disoriented. I understand. I am so sorry. My name is Vowel. You are in the Netheries Empire in the year... <laughs> It's so funny, we had like pages and pages of fucking notes about it. We didn't decide what year it was. I, uh, four. It was a year four. Dale Reckoning, go on. You are in, you are, you are in year four. We reset the calendars four years ago because of a typo. And um, a lot of people thought it was going to be the end of the world yeah. and they kicked up a right stink and look at them now. But That's uh, the wrong year. What, do you, what? What? That's not the year that it is. Why, just yesterday it was... <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
all of the dragon friends, you all come from a period of time called the Third Age. You probably come from a year. None of you have cared until now. And it is frankly unfair of you, seven years in, to ask me what year it is at this point. Are you saying our characters didn't care what year it was? I mean... Got a lot going on. It was the Third Age. It's, you live in the Third Age. That's Dave, all I've got a question for you. What yeah. year is it where we are now? Twen- I, was, I was about to get it wrong. <laughs> Of course, I. This is the year four hundred and ninety-three. Ninety-three. Day of reckoning, you idiot! You ben. must tell me what year did you activate the lodestone? Ooh. 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 Um, I want to say fourteen ninety-three. One thousand years. That's neat. <laughs> <laughs> but of course, with all these things, with prophecies and with science, they all mix together and have a lovely little swoosh. Oh my goodness! I know you have lots of questions and we have lots of questions for you, but first, we must go. Your friends, I will tend to them. I am not a medical doctor. (laughs) I have a doctorate. In what? In, um... Is it performance studies? It is in performance (laughs) It is in chronomancy. You have a doctorate in chronomancy. And performance studies. I have an undergrad in chronomancy. But then I got more and more. And first of all, I thought I would do performance art, but I would do a minor in chronomancy, but I got into it and I started to do night courses. Really a beautiful, inspiring teacher. Are you aware of Commedia (laughs) dell'arte? It's basically some bullshit. (laughs) And it's incredible. You hobble around going, Bicky, bicky, boo (laughs) Hey, Alfonso, hold my pie! (laughs) So, just to be clear... A thousand years in the past, from where Dragon Friends was set, they had Commedia dell'arte. Yes. Yes. Very similar to what would come around. I'm going to hold you up there, Hing, because as I said, the Netherese Empire was a golden age of learning. So the pinnacle of... Oh, would they have Commedia (laughs) dell'arte then? (laughs) All... Oh, I've got a big nose and a tiny dick! (laughs) Oh, you studied too! Anyway, yes, I'm a chronomancer. It means I do funny things with time. And I'm also a performance artist. We do funny things with the heart, <laughs> the mind. But look, as she says this, she rings a bell and trundling up the, um, the corridor towards you with a stretcher, you can see our three um, figures, which look almost like humans or elves, um, sort of humanoid figures with silver shimmering skin. And they're dressed in simple um, smocks over blue robes and they walk in wordlessly she points and they start to load undercourt and banknote into stretchers be careful with my friend not so much the big one I don't really care about him at all <laughs> we would have cared a lot more about him if he'd remembered to come to the fucking show <laughs> yeah and then, and then and then she doesn't know anything but she punches him in the dick <laughs> and goes I don't know why I did that Get a calendar, you know? It's on your phone. You can just put, you can put things in it. Uh, and somebody, when you say, I'll, I'll be at the place, you can just put it in as soon as, you, as soon as you agree to do it. You, know, you can just set a reminder to... Ding! Oh, that thing. Ding! Ding! Oh, I should get in my fucking car! <laughs> Arcanist Val addresses the four figures, and she says... Take them to the infirmary, and um, and they they look at her, all bow deeply, pick up the stretchers, and with your permission, start to take the bodies Did away. Just call it Artemis Fowl. Ar- Arcanist, Arcan, Ar- 
Yes. It begins. Arcanist. Um, student, as in teacher of the arcane. Yeah. Arcanist Val. Vowel? Like Sarah Val. Like Sarah Val. Oh, yeah. I thought oh. it was Val. Like, hi, no. I'm Val. <laughs> no. no, her name like is Vial. Sarah Val. Okay. Arcanist Sarah Val. So. <laughs> Well, well, presumably because all of you want to talk about that instead of stopping them, the bodies of your friends are now trundling down the corridor. Uh, yeah, no, I've got what I need. <laughs> well, let us know how they are and tell us when they wake up. Thank you. Well, don't have to deal with that anymore. <laughs> Phew. Now, I know you have lots of questions, and as I say, we will have lots of questions. The Archmage will be full of questions and probably praise for little old me. <laughs> but... First, I must warn you, the Netherese Empire from which you came will obviously be a thousand years more advanced than what you'll see outside these doors. So please, no poo-pooing. Uh, we, uh, no, 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 I won't hear it with your humbleness. I understand that we are primitive to you, but um, please be kind and try and take in our rustic ways. <laughs> and she opens the door and t- takes so you down. She's, she's starting to walk you down a corridor and she's sort of bustling you out. You get the sense that this is a, a person who does not spend a lot of time around other people. Um, she's socially slightly um, excitable, right? excitable and she's sort of bustling you down the corridor towards someone called the Archmage. I mean, Netheril... Mythic me rem- remember Netheril from school. Should we do like a history check? As to Why like, don't you all make history checks for me? Uh, Netheril, oh, I know about Netheril. Oh, thank you, thank you so much. Anyone Ooh. get over 15? I got a natural yeah. 20. She did get a natural 20, the Ooh. highest. Very natural. Alex, Alex, Alex. Filch, you were not an easy student. However, the, the Netherese Empire is something that you once did, I suppose, a book report on, and it was, which is impressive because you can't read, as a half-orc raised in a smithy, which I sometimes forget. But, Filch, you're, the Netherese ruled over all all of the Sword Coast, a thousand years ago. Famously, they lived in cities in the sky. Their magic was unparalleled. And until the fall of Netheril, they were, it was the greatest golden age that anybody's ever remembered in history. They, theirs was the first age of wonder. Then there was the second age of ruin. You live in the third age. Calendars are hard. Anyway, that's what you know. Yeah, um, yeah Netheril, not really a thing anymore. Excuse me? Yeah, like you don't... Uh, yeah. yeah, like when when we talk about Netheril, it's like it w- used to ha- It used to be around and mm. kind of not anymore. Do you know about, um, do you know about dinosaurs? Excuse me? You know, you know dinosaurs? No, yes. Yeah, you know how they sort of were around and then they weren't around I anymore? I think... Sure, yeah. Yeah, that's that's sort of what... what that's how we think of you. But so why did you activate the lodestone after something happened? The the purpose of the lodestones is that at the point of collapse, you activate the lodestone, you go back to the time of priming, and Uh we can can prevent it. Oh, well, well, we're happy to help. Well, actually, you're right. You, you, it, you know, I'm still thinking linear. It doesn't matter when you're... fucking you're... idiot. <laughs> okay, you're thinking well, linear? You fucking idiot. I yeah. See, and a... you call yourself a chronomancer. It's funny because I, in my customs that would be quite rude. Oh, but, no, um... it's, it's not. Ah. No, it doesn't... This is interesting. The only thing that matters is that you have information and that we're here and that the lodestone works. So let's go tell the Archmage. And as she says this, by now she's walked you down a corridor, swung a left, and she's 
ushering all of you to stand on a grill in a big circular room. That sounds dangerous. Yeah, this feels like a collapsing floor. She Is looks there going to be a wind that blows up our skirts for the perverts underneath to look at? <laughs> we have moved... be a bunch of netherese underneath jerking off. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we have moved on the jerking off perverts some time ago. <laughs> did you, what did you do with them? We had Zem we had killed. <laughs> That's what, what happens yeah. in the golden age? Yeah. We have this incredible thing. And people are just jerking off underneath it. And we go, okay, well, that's that. I mean, this wasn't my decision. That's a totally different department. Um, it was controversial at the time that they just took all the people who were just jerking off underneath. The you didn't get all of us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who was that? Oh, Oi! Get away Oi! from there! Oh, uh, yes, there. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry you had to see that, she says, and she pulls What's out... What's the bounty on that man? I will kill him for you. What is the bounty on that man? I will hunt him down and kill him. I, I mean, the aether on a... Uh... Yeah, it's about, um, it's about one to, um, 1.2 quark of aether. What? 1.2 quark of aether? Of aether, yes. How many of those words did you just make up on the spot then, Dave? One of them. <laughs> yeah. Another one I made up a day ago. <laughs> I made up the number two, so... <laughs> You're welcome! I mean, this could be a way we could prove ourselves to them. Hunting down the jerk pervert? <laughs> I mean, look, we're not, we're not in the Sword Coast He anymore. doesn't seem to be going anywhere. Underneath <laughs> we're, the not, gr- we're not in... We're not He's in. still looking right I'm up. Saying, I'm saying, I am making full eye contact with this well pervert right I'm now. Just saying, is it down in, there? in the scale of a, of a noble quest, say a first episode quest, there seems to be a room, I suppose, under the, gr- the grate that, frankly, I hadn't planned for. No, no, I'm sure it's somewhere <laughs> in the notes. And then there's a low... Bench yeah. and sitting on the bench is a small half-eaten bag of chips, and next to the bag of chips is a pervert <laughs> in a brown smock who's going, who's going absolutely nowhere. Seems to have no fear of death and is just looking up at all of you. Hey, what do you what do you want? Huh? What do you, what would you like? Is this working for you? Uh, yeah. Well, are you are you doing requests? Yeah, yeah, what do you want? No, 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 we're not taking requests. No, don't get me yum. Bobby, we're in, we're we're a guest in these people's lands, okay? You know, if you... I think, I mean... I've done cultural sensitivity training. (laughs) So if we need to kill this pervert that's jerking (laughs) off underneath us... I didn't say he was jerking off. No, Tom did. Look, yeah, <laughs> how do you okay, know? To answer your question, I'm into people pretending they're really tall. <laughs> <laughs> All right, look, I'm. I'm, I'm what, what's what's your name? I like to know. Well, I'm Trevor. <laughs> well, Don't name him. He will never go. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. No, go Trevor. Pretend that you're really sorry, tall no, for me. Yeah. Also, guys, we've really got to do this. Look, for all of us to get credit of this. We're all gonna have to do it together, okay, Filch? We're all gonna have to kill him together. And Val's like, hey, um, there's just a switch that just just takes us away from here. <laughs> it's right, and if you would like to have some fun pressing the button, you can. It's I want just I, me, Phil. Whenever we're in a new place, mm-hmm. we seem to sort of fall in with the perverts, and you know, this lady seemed pretty important. We don't know if we can trust her. Maybe you know, I just think let's. 
Well, should we take it to a vote on whether we kill the pervert or not? Hey, Frizo. Do I look tall in this? You look really tall. Like really tall. Look how tall oh, I you am. You look so tall. No, I'm sorry. I don't, Three, five, I don't like where this four, is going at all. Four. I don't you like this at all. You do still four. have something. Frieza, you still do have the Arcanist pistol. Yeah. yeah. All right. I'm gonna. Can I get down into there? There's a grill. It's a grill. You can... I, I climb down through the grill. Wait. No. I mean, you, you've got a gun. You have an artificer's gun. Yeah, but I've got the shocking hands. Okay. You want to? Oh, you really want to feel him die? I mean, <laughs> I just want to. Arcanist sure. Val is like, well, I suppose if we double back, go through the maintenance okay, crawl um, space. I rolled a 17 plus my attack, which is four, so 21. What's his, What's your armor class, Trevor? Oh. Well, you know, well, I got the chip packet. It's eight. Oh, eight. Oh, eight. Oh, eight. Oh, eight. Oh, eight. You're not very. Oh, what? Oh, thanks for the hit. Frizo, you're rolling a lot of dice. I just want to know, Hing, what are you doing? I'm, sh- I'm, I'm grabbing him around the neck. He's, he's, he's a, he's a, he's quite far below you. So you, you're, you're, you're trying to open. You're trying to pull open the grate. You can't get through the grate. Oh, okay. Sorry, I witch bolt him then. So oh, that no. I, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna keep that 17 though because I did roll it, so that counts. No, I don't right, think ball comes Plus out here my and strangle me with your hand. Yeah. Frizo's Frizo suddenly his eyes glow white as he starts to sh- to draw shapes in the air, terrifying and familiar. And yet, color strange and eldritch does not appear. For what? Frizo, oh, you on. have lost your magical focus, the source of your magical powers, which you still have yet to find. You escaped from your time of mistress trials through the nine known worlds with nothing more than a magical sword, the clothes on your back. Actually, I think you came out naked. And also, I believe, a magical scroll. Mm. Okay, I shoot him then, Dave. (laughs) Well, if you roll a 15, he dies. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. So thank is so um and uh, uh and and pleasantly I murdered a man for you. Hey, thank you so much for that. Um you can see that Val's hand is slowly moving towards a button on the side of the elevator. Do you know, I think, um, are you done murdering? Yeah, no, he's Okay, dead. we'll push he's this dead. button then. And she pushes <laughs> the button to activate the chute. Yes, and correctly surmised, the air starts to glow and as everybody's tunics are all a flutter, weightlessness occurs. Oh, and Trevor you... would have loved this. <laughs> Until recently, he bloody did. As you zoom up into the air, and as you <laughs> as you do, uh, you can see that the, you're racing up this giant copper tube, and it feels like flying. It feels fantastic. And Val looks out, and she says, "Of course, this must all seem very primitive to you, but we do make do. Great things will come because you are here today. Welcome back, brave explorers from times far shore." 
to the golden age of Netheril. And as she does that, she taps the side of the room that you lift up into and the copper floats and trans, uh, translates itself into beautiful shimmering glass. And you can see that you are high above a brilliant blue coast dotted with small woods soaring miles above it. Clouds are your equals in the sky because you are standing in a giant floating city high above it on a tower and a spire that she's just brought you to. Wow. We're so high up. So we are in heaven. I wonder if I can see my house from here. She, she takes a couple of steps forward and she beckons you to the only annex coming off this spire, jutting off at an improbable architectural angle. It looks like a kind of aviary or a dock high up on this highest spire of the castle. <laughs> Wait, sorry. It looks like an aviary or a dock. A, a sky dock. A dock for a zone. A dock? Dock. Dock. Or a place where you keep budgerigars? Yeah, those are the... I mean, One of the two. One of the two. Okay, it's an aviary. It's a fucking aviary. Well, we can't park there. That's for birds. <laughs> you can see now that it is clearly an aviary, that there seem to be small sconces filled with birds. The sound, beautiful sound of songbird music is in the air. Oh, and can we walk- have a listen? What the is that fuck you? is that bird? Oh. That's amazing. Can I, can I hear that? Can I hear that fucked bird that was next to it? Do you mean do you mean oh, the bird? That's real good. Who <laughs> <laughs> wants some chips? <laughs> I've got Yo, you're a tall bird. Do it. And about thirty paces ahead of you, with his back to you, you can see a figure that seems to be walking away from you down the aviary, feeding and studying the birds. And Val looking slightly overcome her eyes already magnified in her giant glasses wide with pride she steps to the side and indicates that you should walk forward alright we walk into the the place and walk to what and filled whispers let's all pose in a cool way sure as we walk no, yeah, no, let's, let's pose and wait for him to turn around and then he'll see us. Could we do a walking Charlie's Angels? Is that yeah. doable? Yeah. But you've, but you've got a real gun. <laughs> and we'll all just have handguns. But you'll have an actual gun. <laughs> what a psycho. What a psycho. Yeah, let's do that one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I want to be sideways, Angel, so I'm, I'm posing sideways. Yeah. I want to be... Cameron Diaz. But not from that movie? No. <laughs> but from the mask. From, no, no, no. Oh, oh uh, no, from there's something about Mary with the hair. Yeah. With the cum hair. And I guess, I guess that just leaves you, Bobby. Um, there's only three angels. I guess I'll be Bosley. <laughs> and uh, Val's like... Um, your mission, should you choose to accept it, okay, is um, to turn around <laughs> and look at us. As you say that, the figure does hear you and stops just as he was leaning in to look at a beautiful bird. And as you've walked down, you can see that these beautiful songbirds are in fact each of them master, masterwork, clockwork birds, each more beautiful than the last. 
shimmering with jewels. I mean, that really depends on the order that you pick the birds up. <laughs> like, in many ways, each could be uglier. No, than no, the no. Last. I think they have, they have like a, they have like sorting it by day. Yeah, they, yeah, it goes from the fucked birds to the nice birds. Yeah, okay. <laughs> But even the fuck birds, yeah. why will we want? So when I say each more beautiful than the last, that's because the first bird is a paper plane. Okay. <laughs> What's the last bird, Dave? What's the sexiest bird? What's the <laughs> what is the sexiest? No, it's not about Easy. beauty. It's about the intricacy of the clockwork. No, Eden had an answer immediately. I was going to say the superb bird of paradise, but then I thought about the blue-footed booby. Oh. <laughs> I was going to say ostrich. It's so phallic. What? <laughs> <laughs> All right, anyway, the figure fucking turns around. You can see a... Everything that Val has said has suggested that you are meeting someone called the Archmage, um, but, which might have suggested like an old, wizened figure. But the figure that turns around is surprisingly young and handsome. A man with a goatee, a shock of black... Um, you said handsome. He makes it work. He makes Ooh. it work. A shock of so handsome is he, <laughs> of black tousled hair. Uh, he's wearing a simple linen shirt with wide sleeves, open a little unnecessarily deep on the chest. All right. <laughs> Any jewelry, Dave? He's wearing a number of rings, one earring. All of them just plain metals. There's no gold nice. or silvers. How stacked is he? Uh, he's 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 got a surprisingly well-defined musculature, and. <laughs> Around his neck, you can see in his scoop-necked linen shirt, there is a plain iron chain with a starburst yeah, sitting... like the guy from Normal People. Yes. Sitting on his chest. He does not look like a wizard. As he turns around to you, he's holding on his hand as well a small mechanical lyre bird, and he turns and looks at you as it sings... And he cocks one eyebrow, curious. I immediately drop the pose and shove Freezer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm not like doing that stuff. I don't do that stuff. I do cool stuff. I do poses. Hi. Me, Filch. Uh, I don't know. These, these guys wanted to do some daggy pose and I said, don't do it, guys. And they said, nah. And I said, nah, come on, just be chill because I'm chill. <laughs> Can you make for me <laughs> a charisma check, Filch? Yeah. Chill I check. made him way too handsome in my mind, Dave. <laughs> and now I'm blushing from my imagination. <laughs> <laughs> it's always so good to see Filch try to flirt because Filch's flirting is limited by your own ability to flirt. <laughs> oh, that's an eight. <laughs> <laughs> You're in terrible danger of being friend-zoned, but let's... Uh, Already. Val, who's, uh, who are these people? Oh, no, not the accent. Not for me. <laughs> yeah, give come us on. a listen again. How's yeah, Ben, come on. Don't sell the character short. He says, how's it? <laughs> no, he doesn't, does no, he? No, come yeah. on, Ben. He says, he says uh, oh... Hello, welcome to my Avery. It's where, I, it's where I keep my little... Uh... Oh, yuck, yuck, yuck. <laughs> no, no. Next one, please. <laughs> now, this is a bit of a surprise. I don't... Uh... Oh, a bit of shush over there, yeah? <laughs> yeah. Val, who are these people you've brought me? He says. 
And what does Val say? <laughs> he says, do I need to call my guards? <laughs> Are we all doing what I'm doing, which is trying to work out if Ben is trying to do a voice of someone he thinks is a very sexy person? <laughs> yeah. I'm doing my best with the constraints of the accent I've chosen. <laughs> do we have any listeners in South Africa? I hope not. <laughs> my, my lord, Archmage, Archmage Supreme Cassus, I, my accent has changed because holy dooly, and then it was like South African, but it, it sort of switched, and I wasn't sure. No, listen, I can do both, I promise. Okay. Famous last words, but look, I know you're very busy, and I don't want to take up too much of your time, and I first of all want to really, really thank you so much for the grant that you gave me to do the Lodestones, and I know a lot of people said, that was crazy, that was crazy, so much, uh, you know, time and aether goes into these things, but something came out! These four and two of their companions came out of the Lodestones. They're from a thousand years in the future, in the glorious Netherese Empire. And I present them to you, Archmage. And she kind of bows and then gestures you guys forward. Uh, hello. Uh, uh, what you got there? A um, terrible accent? That's cool, isn't it? Um, uh, Frizo, Bobby, Baston, Filch, who you already met. Um... We're just here to help you do whatever you need. Uh, earlier today, we killed one of your um, perverts. <laughs> uh, oh, the, the sewer perverts? Uh, yeah, well, he was... Yeah, his name was Trevor. Do you know him? Uh, was he... Wait, I have an uncle. <laughs> I have an uncle called Trevor. He's not very you well. You don't have an uncle called Trevor. <laughs> <laughs> you don't fucking have an uncle called Trevor. <laughs> and if we... Fl- if we flash back to the, the pub you here, do you guys want some of my chips? Uh, <laughs> I like them tall, yeah. I'm South African. <laughs> uh, yeah, well... Honestly, uh, it makes the character less sympathetic. If I, anyway, Frizo, uh, what, who was... Who, uh, Chant, uh, enchanté, you know. <laughs> enchanté. Filch, <laughs> uh, Fil- sorry, Filch. Me, Filch. Uh... It's nice to meet you, Filch. Yeah. And I'm Baston, and I'd like to go back to ba- the future. Yes, please. We would like to go back. We were kind of in the middle of something. Oh, yeah. Uh, and, you know, just do another, just pop another lodestone on and send us back. Uh, well, that's, that's uh, by the way... Oh, sorry, and I haven't heard from uh, this one here. Um, I want to stay here. This is great. Why? What now, do you I like? like you. This one I like. This is flipping awesome. It's a new start. Nobody knows... Sorry, Dragon Huddle. Okay. <laughs> excuse us, excuse us Archmage. Did you even bring a sporting almanac? Okay, so what do we... Uh... You know what I do have? <laughs> I have a history of um, the Strad family. Oh, oh yes, the, ter- the terrible... So if it has any sporting um, matches... <laughs> You're referring to the terrible and lamentable history of the ancient house of Strahd. How far does it go back to this age? Yeah, oh, ab- absolutely. So this we can like bet on wars? Strahd's, just so you know, <laughs> the Strahd family Ooh. sort of made their fortune about a thousand years ago. Wait, wait, we gotta... We, we are still... Here's, here's the plan. We All don't right. tell people where our dipshit selves. We can be whoever we want to be. It's a fresh start. You already Fuck. say me name Phil. Fuck. No, I take it back. I'm not Frizo. My name 
is Michael. No. <laughs> <laughs> couldn't think of a name. Couldn't think of a name. Hey, uh, I couldn't help but overhear your huddle, guys. Um, rude. Yeah, people normally, you know, they just kind of turn around and they don't. Yeah, it's but um, most people I imagine feel aren't the arch match, you know. By the way, I'm Carsist. People call me Carsist the Kind, but, um, well, you can call me that. <laughs> <laughs> or just, you know, <laughs> the most psycho introduction that I have ever heard. You know, you can call me Carsist the Kind or, um, anyway, um, I just, uh, I don't think you guys really need to worry about this kind of thing. Whatever you want to do in Netheril, you're from the future, guys. You are my guests of honour. I'm going to tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to take my third prettiest bird, and he takes one, two, three, takes out the third prettiest bird, and he goes, there's four of you. I'm going to make you estates right next to each other, set up for tonight where you can live. How does a, a modest couple of... Uh, you know, uh, manor houses with some ground sound. Will just, they, to, just to begin with. Will they be in the sky? Yeah, of course they'll be in the fucking oh, they will sky. Be, they will be... Un- unless you want Connected, to... Connected, says, to my personal quarters. Yeah. Will, will there be a slidey pole down? I'm writing a slidey pole down, and I'll right. tell you, when I write things down, they tend to happen, and best well, are we to share this bird, or one bird... Uh, Between three, like four of us? No, sweet gentle Filt. I'm going to send this to my chief uh, architect. And he works fast. Unless, by the way... And he gets the bird? Oh, my God. Um, (laughs) Unless you want to live below with the free folk. I'll take the beak. (laughs) Uh, Wings, wings. Okay, Unless... Legs, I guess, legs? All right. um, Eyeballs. I feel like there's like a bit of a... And he just tears up the bird. (laughs) Hands it oh, out. Oh, thank you. I'll get a new bird. Gets a new bird. He's like, unless, of course, you want to live below with the free folk, in which case I can arrange that. Sky Palace. Okay, Sky Palace. Sky Palace. Yeah, I'll have Sky, Sky Palace. Palace. I'll take Sky Palace. Uh, ooh, should we do? You're not really loved down below with the killing of the perverts. But think of all the perverts I could kill. Think well, of like, advantage you okay, could have on you the do your from own journey, my Why don't I just put Sky Palace as one, two, three, four? Okay. And then if you change your mind, you change your mind. We, we, we have Towers of the Arcane amongst the free folk all across the Sword Coast. If you want to visit with, um, with them, you can. And I'd encourage you to. It's a wonderful cultural experience. Anyway, my point is, let's just... <laughs> let's just... Take this offline, you know? You, you do know. It's just. And I will actually add that you do know about this. When I, I talk about High Netheril a lot, High Netheril is the culture you of. You do talk about High Netheril a lot. I know. <laughs> <laughs> some, some would say too much. So, High Netheril is the um, megocracy that, the sort of megocratic empire that lives in floating cities above the Sword Coast. Mm-hmm. There is also, and they speak Lorosian, and they're all of the expert mages. There is also Low Netheril, or what Cassus calls the Free Folk. Do we understand Lorosian? No, no, none of you, no. So he's not speaking Lorosian? Oh, oh, there's a fucking whatever machine that does it. Yeah. fish. No, no, that's true, that's true. The, the entire, because this is a diplomatic... You are currently in a floating city called Eilinar, and because Eilinar is the diplomatic hub of the Netherese Empire, there is a permanent comprehend languages aura that is cast over the entire city. How the whatever convenient. machine. Yeah. Does one of those birds have Duolingo? 
<laughs> One of the birds is Duolingo and you can crush it. Um, hey, look, um, I've loved talking and this has been so nice to meet you. Bobby Baston, Field Frizo. So good to meet you. I've got some things to do. I'm somewhat busy. But tell you what, we're having a dinner tonight. I'd love you to be there. In fact, you know what? I insist you be there. I honestly and quite seriously insist that you be there. So why don't you go to some quarters that I've arranged? They're not your as, as he says this, he's quickly scribbling a message and putting it into, like, I think a bird's mouth opens and there's a little shoot and he sticks the yeah. message in. Why don't you go freshen up, not to comment on anything, but... but um. Like, some of you are covered in blood. Um, <laughs> oh. It's not my blood. I don't... Yeah, I mean, I'm not judging. I'm just saying it's there. So, why don't you freshen up, have a look around. Um, you know, Val, you've done a great job. Take a load off, whatever it is you do. Solve a Rubik's Cube. Have fun. I don't know. This is crazy. Um, I've got things to do. There's something, uh, you know... Uh, that I want to talk to you guys about tonight, but honestly, I can't wait to pick your brains about where Nethril's at. Okay. Yeah. We'd love to come. Thanks Again, palaces. We'll be yeah. there. Okay. And if you need any chores done, just let me know. Happy to help. Oh my gosh, we got the major for that, but thank you so much. And speaking of which, he rings a bell and two more of these silver-skinned figures in blue robes appear and he looks and he snaps his fingers and he says, take them to my personal guest quarters. Bing, bang, bong. Bing, bang, bong. And also, I know it sounds like you're going to see a lot of things in these quarters and you're going to go, do I have to pay for that? You know? Do I have to pay for that? You know, it's a little bottles do of we? wine. Do Little bottles of wine. Do I have to champagne. pay? No, you do don't. I? I'm telling you, you don't. Oh. There's no everything. What about the pipes? What? The pipes? Yeah, the these pipes. These copper pipes. Yeah. What, what about these nuts? Were they free? Can we take a couple home? You, you want to take... <laughs> these free? Um... Just some copper? You say this free? <laughs> Did you just punch a bird to death? <laughs> in my head it was a wall, but if the bird was in the way, then that's not up to me. I can see that we have some cultural uh, bridges to bridge, but um, look, until that time, sure, take all the pups you need, I guess. Um, <laughs> you have made a fucking mistake, my idiot friend. <laughs> Assuming that you follow the Megan down, there is another one of those floating elevators takes you down the spire into a compound of immaculately presented guest quarters. And if you thought that you were all having to share, you were fucking wrong. Let me tell you, you have each of you has your own uh, guest compound of about four to five rooms. In each one of those rooms, again, a silver-skinned figure is standing upright, motionless, at attention in the corner of the room in blue robes, ready to attend to any needs. And Val points out in the first room a bell in each of your rooms and says, if you ring that, they will awake and do anything that your heart desires. Robot butler. Yeah, well, are they, are they like the birds? Oh, they are They are beings of pure magic. They are the same very power that powers this city, that makes this city fly, creates these servants for us. I'm imagining, like, Terminator 2, like, liquid metal guys. Is that kind of what we're thinking? They or? look like... They kind of look... Like humans with silver skin, they're like, silver oh, like, the, like the people who pretend to be statues on the street. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a bit. I mean, that upsets me, but it's not unlike that. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, hey, uh, Majin, was it Majin? The ding, ma- ding, ding. One of them immediately snaps to attention. Hello. They yeah. don't. Oh, they won't speak. Just tell them what you want, and they will do it for you. Oh, 
what if I want them to speak? They can mimic in the way of um, certain birds, but they can't speak. So they if, can't or they're not allowed? They can't. Oh. Why, what did you want to so do? So if you want to like record a memo and she turns to one of the majors and says, uh, Majin, remind me uh, that I owe uh, 900 ether to the... How, Bio- many, how many quarks do you want? <laughs> 900 ether to the uh, biomagic department and then the, the Majin parrots that back. Okay. Okay, so they can speak. They can mimic. They can mimic. Huh. Can you do a flip? <laughs> it does a perfect backflip. Perfectly. <laughs> and Val is like, okay, well, I see you're having fun. <laughs> if you need anything, I'm going to take the spare room near you. Can you... How flexible are you? Can, can I do a backflip? <laughs> no, no, sorry. sorry, I'm still talking to the Majin, sorry. Oh, well, I'm going to go. <laughs> And we just like wave. And she backs out. As I guess the four of you just Major play sports by Huey Lewis. <laughs> they just stay because that is not a command they understand. Everybody make me quickly a constitution check. Oh. Do I Natural get... 20. Ooh, not Ooh. good. Not good for me. Not good for 21. me. 2021. 20, not good. 7. Hive. Five. All right. Suddenly, as you the doors close and you're all expo- exploring the Majin, sort of, <laughs> it's, it, the visuals of it are not great because you're all kind of like just all standing around it while it's standing in the corner looking at you impassively. Waves of nausea suddenly hit all of you. The two of you, Baston and Bobby, you manage to hold yourselves together. How much did you roll each? Seven. Five. Seven and a five. Filge, you suddenly are thrown to your feet, uh, to your knees, in Ta-da! fact. <laughs> you are thrown to Bell, your... Let's your rules, Dave. We take your first answers. <laughs> the same nausea throws you to your knees and you suddenly realise that you're about to vomit, but with a seven, you manage to sort of push yourself towards what you realise is a bathroom and you destroy it. Um, <laughs> a lot of that is just fosking for pipes, but, but some of it is being unwell. As you, as you start to vomit. <laughs> Unfortunately, with five, you are not quite so lucky, Frizo. As you vomit where you stand in front of the Majin. Majin! Clean it up! Please! And the Majin is looking at you, and even though they seem to be emotionless, you think for a second that you catch a look of, you cannot tell if it is terror or pity as it looks at you, and you touch your chin and turn and look down at the ground and then turn and look at the rest of your dragon friends as you scoop, as they realize two things immediately. One is that your entire chin is drenched in blood and black bile as you look down at the vomit in front of you. And before anyone can stop you, you take your fingers, Frizo, and you start looking around in it and you pull something out and you hold it up in front of your friends and they can see that there are three teeth. You eat some teeth? <laughs> I guess I do a dental check, Dave, to see if I have all my teeth. You have travelled far, Frizo, farther than any have ever travelled before in a manner that bodies are not meant to survive. You have beaten that law that is first and ascendant amongst all laws that say that that which comes will follow that which was and there is a cost for such travel and it seems that your body is going to take more than 
a small amount of acclimatizing into the journey that it has come. You have traveled back in time and still it seems that time may catch up with you if you can survive long enough for a dinner with perhaps the most famous mage that ever lived or will live, which is going to be in just an hour's time and is going to be in the next episode of Dragon Friends. Thank you. The Dragon Friends are Alex Lee, Eden Lacey, Simon Greiner, and Michael Hing. Our Dungeon Master is Dave Harmon, with NPC voices provided by Ben Jenkins, and live accompaniments, and sometimes perverts, by Tom Cardi. Shakira Khan designs our website, the podcast is edited, mixed, and mastered by me, Hugh Guest, and episodes are recorded live every month at the Comedy Store in Sydney. Until next time... Friendship is forever, friendship never ends, it doesn't matter what time you're in, you're still a dragon friend! on immediately from the last episode that we did in November. Tom Walker was here, so I thought it would be really fun mm. to bring tonight special guest Tom Walker. And I invited him and he forgot to come. Um, so if anyone would like to tweet at him or send him a DM on Instagram, Tom Walker is good is his handle and you can just tell him he's a, I don't know. Yeah, actually, if you could, if you'd be like, hey man, we're starting. <laughs> yeah. You know those like terrifying messages you yeah. get where it's just <laughs> like, ding, ding, ding. just like, hey, on your way, question mark? <laughs> what was the message my, you sent Tom? My, my Nine dude? minutes ago, I sent him a message, a screenshot from last year's message because he's done this before. You <laughs> 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 just screenshotted yeah. it. And it just, it just said, are you coming, my dude? And then I saw sent... And then I saw dot, 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 and then it disappeared. And then it came back and it just said, oh, no. (laughs) Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.